Welcome to Throwback Thursday. Today, we are sharing one of my favorite children's books and episodes of Potheads in Training, Room on the Broom. We hope you enjoy this story as much as we did. everybody. So she and I are really excited. We are wanting to introduce a new segment and it's for everybody out there as well as all of our little listeners. This is going to be also including Andy. Hi. <laughs> and Sheila and I. Sheila? Hi. So a little about this is basically going to be a mini-sode um, and it's going to be for our young our young readers and in in the world of reading and in the world of education they talk about children like even at a very young age six months or even younger how it's very very important to, to have to read to them out loud and just to keep on reading and we just wanted to like maybe do something for our younger listeners or the parents that have younger listeners to maybe find a new book that they didn't know about or whatnot. Um, I'll be sharing some of my sons and my favorites. Hopefully we'll be able to maybe do some Josie and Andy childhood favorites or something that they, maybe they even saw at Target, you know, be like, oh, that looks like a cute book. So, and it's going to be completely different. We're going to read it out loud to you and then we're going to talk about it. And then maybe if it has a little movie or video somewhere, we're going to watch it. And then we will comment on the videos yeah. and movies too. So we're really excited about this. This will be super fun for you and and your littles. And if you have any favorite books that you'd like us to to share that are your childhood books, uh, shout them out to us because we love learning about new books. Yes. So what are we what are we reading first? Our first book is Room on the Broom. Which I have never read this. I think I probably heard about this a couple years ago from Shia and the cutest little godson I have. Um, (laughs) It is a favorite of theirs for years now. This is like a big favorite of theirs. So we thought we'd start with this. Yes. Um, So Room on the Broom is um, by Julia Donaldson. And then um, I think it doesn't say it, but I think Axel Scheffler is the um, illustrator. The, the illustrator. Because um, I, I googled it, I'm pretty sure that's that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so this book, I didn't realize that it was a book until I had actually already seen. There's a movie, and the people that know about Room on the Broom, they're gonna know that it's. Most likely, they're going to know that it's a little short movie that you can watch on Netflix or Amazon Prime, I should say. Not just Amazon. Well, you could, but you have to pay for it, probably. But when my son was almost a year old, we saw on this channel that we used to watch that was called Sprout. And um, I kind of fell in love with, like, the story of it. And then I saw the book, like, at Target. And so I had to buy it. And this is ours and um we'll read it and then we'll talk about it and I'll share some little things about my son and room on the broom so let's start the witch had a cat and the hat 
that was black and long ginger hair in a braid down her back. How the cat purred and how the witch grinned as they sat on their broomstick and flew through the wind. But how the witch wailed and how the cat spat when the wind blew so wildly, it blew off the hat. Down, cried the witch, and they flew to the ground. They searched for the hat, but no hat could be found. Then out of the bushes on thundering paws, there bounded a dog with a hat in his jaws. He dropped it politely, then eagerly said, as the witch put the hat firmly down on her head, I am a dog, as keen as can be. Is there room on the broom for a dog like me? Yes, cried the witch, and the dog clambered on. The witch tapped the broomstick, and whoosh, they were gone. Over the fields in the forest they flew. The dog wagged his tail, and the stormy wind blew. The witch laughed out loud and held on to her hat. But away blew the bow from her braid, just like that. Down, cried the witch. They flew to the ground. They searched for the bow, but no bow could be found. Then out of a tree, with an ear-splitting screech, there flapped a green bird with a bow in her beak. She dropped it politely and bent her head low, then said, as the witch tied her braid in the bow, I am a bird as green as can be. Is there room on the room for a bird like me? Yes, cried the witch. So the bird fluttered on. The witch tapped the broomstick and whoosh, they were gone. Over the reeds and the rivers they flew. The bird shrieked with glee and the stormy wind blew. They shot through the sky to the back of beyond. The witch clutched her bow, but let go of her wand. Down, cried the witch, and they flew to the ground. They searched for the wand, but no wand could be found. Then, all of a sudden, from out of the pond leaped a dripping wet frog, with a dripping wet wand. Then said with a croak, as the witch dried the wand on the fold of her cloak, I am a frog, as clean as can be. Is there room on the broom for a frog like me? Yes, cried the witch. So the frog bounded on. The witch tapped the broomstick and whoosh, they were gone. Over the moors and mountains they flew. The frog jumped for joy and... The broom snapped in two. Down fell the cat and the dog and the frog. Down they went tumbling into a bog. The witch's half broomstick flew into a cloud and the witch heard a roar that was scary and loud. I am a dragon as mean as can be and witch with French fries tastes delicious to me. No, cried the witch, flying higher and higher. The dragon flew after her, breathing out fire. Help, cried the witch, flying down to the ground. She looked all around, but no help could be found. The dragon drew near with a glint in his eyes, and he said, just this once, I'll have a witch without fries. But just as he planned to begin on his feast. From out of a ditch rose a horrible beast. It was tall, dark, and 
sticky, feathered and furred. It had four frightful heads. It had wings like a bird. And its terrible voice, when it started to speak, was a yell and a growl and a croak and a shriek. It dripped and it squelched and it strode from the ditch and it said to the dragon, buzz off, that's my witch. The dragon drew back and he started to shake. I I I'm sorry, he spluttered. I, I, I made a mistake. It's nice to have met you, but now I must fly. And he spread out his wings and was off through the sky. Then down flew the bird, down jumped the frog, down climbed the cat, and phew, said the dog. Thank you, oh thank you, the grateful witch cried. Without you, I'd be that dragon's inside. Then she filled up her cauldron and said with a grin, find something, everyone, throw something in. So the frog found a lily, the cat found a cone, the bird found a twig, the dog found a bone. They threw them all in, and the witch stirred them well. And while she was stirring, she muttered a spell. Iggity, zickity, zaggity, zoom. Then out rose a truly magnificent broom with seats for the witch and the cat and the dog and a nest for the bird and a pool for the frog. Yes, cried the witch. And they all clambered on. The witch tapped the broomstick and whoosh, they were gone. And that's the broom. So, but that's one of our favorites. I like how your familiar showed up right at the right moment. Right. <laughs> My son's uh, second. Yeah. Second half. <laughs> so what did you guys think? Because I'm, uh, I'm, I know Josie's never seen or heard this. Andy? I've never heard it. Um, part of me kind of felt bad for that witch. Like, I feel like we've all had that day where something goes wrong every time you turn around. Yeah. Like, I kind of felt bad for her. She lost her hat, then she lost her bow, and then she lost her wand. Then she Everybody lost her broom. People her. wanted something from her. Right. She almost by a dragon I mean it definitely like the dragon really kind of surprised me at the end like I'm like oh I wonder how this is gonna end and then all of a sudden it was like the dragon was like gonna eat her but with I was not with fries with fries yeah. and for a second there was like a quick second where I'm like did I miss something did one of the animals have fries <laughs> I was just surprised because I was, like as you were reading it, I was like, okay, and then it turned to that, and I was like, this is the kids' book. <laughs> yeah, that that one moment you get does get a little dark and scary, but I was thinking about it, and I was like, I mean, we grew up with like Hansel and Gretel and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I guess there's always a little bit of dark in there. Yeah, I mean, any fairy tale <laughs> for sure. I can definitely see why this would be so much fun to read to a child because there's so much, um, like, ex I'm going to say the word wrong, Explore explorative. Exploratory? No, not exploratory. Like, exploitatives. Oh, okay. Like, whoosh, and, like, the yeah. spell. Like, oh. Um, yeah. 
it's like it's like more than an adjective it's not just an adjective it's like there's like the sound that that's like in the word yeah like spat you know like you could say spat or you could go spat yeah so I could see how it'd be a lot of fun to like sit and read this with like your child or like a child that you might be watching or spending time with because you can really just like have a lot of fun with it and like if you're reading it, you could like take the book and be like stat or like do something like with the kids. So yeah. So I could see why this would be so much fun. I have a question. Yes. So when out of the bog came the four-headed monster, what did that look like? Did they was there a picture of it inside the book? Yeah, yeah. And you'll see it like they'll you'll see it in the um in the movie. I feel like those animals are relatively small, but to see it... You see it? Oh, they were all working together. Yeah. I figured they had to be working together somehow. I just didn't know. I guess it makes sense that they'd be, like, covered in, like, the mud. and like, I was yeah. like, they find branches? Like, do they have a cloak or something? Just in mud. Reason, I was picturing the dragon much, much, much bigger. Oh, yeah, he's... Like, what were they riding or what came out? So it's almost Mm -hmm. like when you said they came out, I was almost expecting them to be, like, on a whale. I feel like... I like a large animal. (laughs) I want to say this guy and the, like, the illustrations are very similar or almost the same as the, the movie, but I feel like the dragon may be a little bit bigger in comparison. But, um, I don't know. Never really been like, oh, the, the dragon's not that big. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It teaches compassion. It teaches teamwork. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. I mean, and to kind of go back to, like, my original point where, like, the witch just seemed to be having a day, it kind of just showed, like, even if you're having a day, it's fine. Like, just keep going. Well, and she was even like every time she lost something, she showed compassion. Yeah. And um, in the end, that that worked out in her favor because they were all like, "She did this for me. We need to help her now when she really needs it." Which there's so. like a little point where you're like, "Oh, she did all of that for her friends, and they didn't do anything back for her." And then you realize that they like created their own monster they made their plan well because like each one of them couldn't have done they would never have been able to do it by themselves nope. so they had to like plan to get together yeah <laughs> yeah i the other thing that i really like about this which honestly when i thought like oh a witch i kind of thought that this was going to be like kind of more of a seasonal book and it's not at mm. all like you could uh. literally read this any time of year and it's like why are you reading a Halloween book in July or why are you know like yeah book in the middle of summer it's it's a good any season any type of time of year book it is I always see it come out on like bookshelves like Target or I'll I'll be honest that's basically the only place I've ever seen it because that's where I've only shopped recently because um but they have their little um thing for little kids when you walk by um the book section that they have like their seasonal books and usually this is one of the seasonal books yeah but this is this is one of our favorites 
So at my son's preschool, last, the past few years, they would have character parades the week of Halloween because they weren't supposed to like dress up for Halloween, but this was their way of dressing up. Mm-hmm. And so they all got to wear their Halloween costumes. Um, but last year, my son was Charlie Brown, and we were we'd been reading this and watching this like every night for a while, and we're reading, and it's like two nights before character prayed, and we, we finished the book, and Dash goes, "Mom, I want to be a character from this book." I'm like, "Oh, you want to be like the cat or the dog?" Which I'm like, I can totally do in like a day and a half. And he's like, "No, I want to be the witch." And I'm like, you want to be the witch? And he's like, yeah. And Tigger, because he has a little stuffed Tigger that's his um his cuddle bud in bed. And he goes, he's going to be my cat. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm starting to panic because, like, I don't have, like, a witch costume, like, planned. And it's, like, two days before Halloween. So, like, everything's bought anyways. And so... I I do have a giant witch hat that fits on my head, doesn't really fit on small children heads. Um, but I'm like, well, you can wear mommy's witch hat, and I will make you a cloak. <laughs> and so um, the next night, because I got, that was Tuesday night, Wednesday, I went and bought the material to make the cloak. And then, like, and this is the week, Josie, when uh, right before his birthday party, before you came out, my husband was in this class and, like, he was absolutely, no, it's not his fault, but he was just absolutely useless because he would go to this class all day until, like, five or six and then come home and study. And it was was a very intense um, class because he had to take a test on Saturday. It was, like, Monday through Friday, learn, 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 learn take a test and pass or you're screwed yeah and um so like it was single parenting with another parent there that week and um I remember we had done dinner and then we'd done some other things that we had to do and then I put Dash in the bathtub and I put Room on the Broom on Netflix on and turn off the light in the bathroom so he had like a movie theater on the toilet like it was sitting on the toilet and he was sitting in the bathtub watching it and I went into my craft room and made a cloak you just up a cloak um she Do wasn't you know me? <laughs> starting to <laughs> now you're gonna learn more about me yeah no um I actually I didn't just whip it up I had a the year before I had been um Little Red Riding Hood and so I had a pattern I just had to make some minor adjustments like make a not a hood just make a a band and a tie which was easy but I had to cut everything and sew it and you know it's nothing <laughs> I mean I sh- I remember that week actually because you were telling me about it and I even remember a little bit you kind of freaking out like you don't want the kids to make fun of them because of what the book was and you're like, I love that he's doing this. And I'm like, I love that he's doing this. Because yeah. he was so confident when he said it. And that's he was. great. And I just, but there's still like 
little things where you're like, you don't know what other kids are being taught at home and you just right. want everybody to be accepting of your child. But well, when you're, when my, and my witch hat is like, it's a gorgeous, beautiful, oh my gosh, purple witch hat. Beautiful. It's very feminine. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was worried because I feel like at preschool age, it, we were on that cusp yeah. Um, with his class last year because they're all getting ready to go into kindergarten the, this next year. And so it, it they were on this cusp of are they still really innocent and they don't care what you're wearing or are they really picking up on what other people are saying and doing? And um, and I was like, but you know what? You want to be a witch, you be the witch. You, you rock it. And he went to school. He had his cloak on. He had his, he did wear his Snoopy mummy um, Halloween shirt on. He had his cloak and we put the hat on him um, when we got out of the car. And um, like they're all, and they're so cute anyways, but they're all dressed up in their outfits. And he walks up and all the kids were like, I love your costume, Dash. And he's like, I love yours. And it just was like a huge relief that like, Oh, yeah. Nobody has, at that point, been affected by cultural, societal... Norms. Thoughts and norms. So... Impression of what's normal or not normal or... Right. So... I remember getting the text messages. I remember texting you, like, oh, my gosh, how did it go? Yeah. I got the pictures. Like, it was so much fun just to see... Yeah, and his pictures were hilarious because he's he is definitely his mother's child. He he wasn't the kid that's like, oh my god, people are looking. At me. He's like like yeah. waving and pointing, and he was just like so ex- so excited. And then there's this. I have a photo of him. Like they have they've got all our kids um lined up to do a group family or not family group class photo. And Dash is kind of in the back, and he's standing there. And, like, he's just standing there, and he's holding Tigger. And then he goes, he he lifts Tigger up above his head so Tigger can be seen. And he's just beaming, and he's so happy. And um, I'm like, yeah, you're, you're your mama's kid. You're a theater kid. Oh, yeah. You don't know it yet, but you're a theater kid. And the father is. And like her, the, her husband's not actually in theater, but he's like a theater kid at heart. Sheila and I have already discussed this plenty of times with him as well. Like yeah. he's really a theater kid at heart who just was never in theater. But right. at this time, he's like the techie. Mm-hmm. Like he's like totally into it. He sees the production. He sees what yeah. needs to be done. He'll help construct whatever needs to be done. He will not be front and center and on stage. No, and no. Stage manager, <laughs> the, like he'll build the sets. He'll do lights. The light designer, the sound guy. Do not make him go in front of everyone. <laughs> well, when we worked at Applebee's, we used to have to sing if there was a birthday or an anniversary, and the table requested it. And that just so everybody knows, that's how I met my husband, and Josie and I worked with Eric, but. If Eric had a birthday, like, he would hunt, he would, and there was, like, 10 theater kids working at Applebee's, he would hunt one of us down and be like, will you please leave my birthday? And I'm like, I think you need to do it. 
And then he's like, <gasps> and I'm like, okay, I'll do it. It just, I just kind of like making him stress for just a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this was actually a really big delight. Like, I really liked this little book. It's fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All right, are you ready to watch it now? Yeah. Sure. All right, so ready because we're actually watching a different movie in the middle of it so that was so adorable yeah that was so good so cute so cute i feel like like i love the book and what I love about the, the little short movie is that they're just reading the or narrating the book. Like the whole book is actually read, but they added so much. Yeah. With the little like the little story with the cat and the cat is um he's a little like surly and doesn't want to share his witch. Very cat like. Very I was surprised that they drag him on so soon, but at the same time, it almost makes more sense. So yeah. It's not like I don't know where you're like, oh, danger. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Like, and it was done, it was done in a good way. It helped build the story, but I like all their little touches, like how the, the little green bird didn't, didn't fit in with her family. None of them did. They were all little misfits in some way. Yeah. And then at the end, when there was no room, and all of them just agreed that the cat would go, that was so nice. Wait, I know. Even though the cat was <laughs> such a surly little brat. I know, even though he was a, like a jerk, like, no, I don't want you. Don't, don't add another one, mom. Don't do no, it. On every time there was a new animal, they were like, Mm-mm, nope, cat doesn't want it. I don't want it. They knew mm. he was the leader. Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> So I said the thing after watching it about like how I was surprised that she was flying on the front of the broom. Mm-hmm. Like time I've ever thought about like a broom breaking, I would still assume that she would be like they would be sitting on the backside with like the actual bristles. So it was just kind of funny to watch her just like ride around on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how it is in the book too. She flies she's on the front. Where is it? Sorry, I have to find that page. But um, when it breaks, she's on the. It stayed pretty true. Yeah, it's it's um it's pretty accurate for the book, and I I have not done any research on like like the production of of the the film and the writer and everything like if they collaborated or if you know because I know sometimes like you sign your rights over as an author even if you're involved they'll still take and change thing, take things out and change things to make the story work for production for production and to make the story move along a little bit better or whatever, take characters out, put three characters in one character. I mean, you see it all the time. So um, I don't know. I don't know the story on like if they really did work together. And we're like, hey, can we make a cat a surly little cat? Because that's how cats are. <laughs> but I liked all the little backstories that are in there. It's cute. 
Yeah, it was really cute. So much fun. Fun. Now, I definitely feel like this should be recommended and like the parents should go pick it up and it has a lot of cute little like meanings in it. Some stuff that's like teachable. Teamwork. Yeah. Teamwork and being kind. Friendship. Well, and just showing like, you know, be kind to people because even if you're having a bad day, you still be kind. Good things will come from it. Yeah. Makes the world a better place. It really does. Yeah. And she's a good witch. Even though she's not the best witch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What did he say? I missed it. She's ginger. She's a ginger. You're sitting next to a ginger. Beyond gingers all day, so. Never. Great suggestion, Sheila. I loved it. It was so cute. I'm glad you liked it. Like I said, it's one of our favorites, and we tend to, um, like, we'll read it throughout the year and watch it throughout the year, but around Halloween, we kind of. Watch it more? Pick it up more. I mean, I don't know why, but we do. But he saw it, like, even yesterday. He was like, Mom, will you read me Room on the Broom? And so we sat down and reread it. That's a good thing to share. Yeah. So um, we will do another mini-sode of Hotheads in Training. Oh, yeah, we never even mentioned that. Did I we? Think the first time we mentioned it. Well, this is going <laughs> to be called Hotheads in Training. Okay. <laughs> Because we're going to hopefully get you and your little ones into reading. Yeah. I mean, I started at a really young age. I'm sure you guys both did, too. Yeah. We grew up reading. My Even, like, my sister, who doesn't read a lot, she was young reading, and she reads all the time, too. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but we'll do another mini-sode in a little bit, and... I guess yeah. uh, maybe it'll be, I mean, I could come up with the next one or um, Josie or Andy can be the book selectees. Well, like rock, paper, scissors or something for who does the next one. It'll have to be between you two because <laughs> Josie's saying it's Andy's turn. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we read the big books. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we do a lot of work. He, Sheila does. Throw. Sheila does the most work. Okay, <laughs> um, we'll choose the next book. He won't read the big books, so the hey. li- the books for the littles works really well. I'm just saying. I'm never saying. I'm not never saying I'll read the big books. He just I'm will just, wait until we pick one that he'll actually read. Yeah. Or go to a movie. Oh yeah, or he'll no, go. No, if I say I'll read it, I'll read it. I'm that was cheating. real. That was real con- convincing. Are you gonna Are you gonna read our next book, Book of Pie? I will not. Oh, no, or, no. The, or the <laughs> Life of Pie. <laughs> I don't even know what the book I is. Mean, the book, book of Pie. Pie. Is pictures, <laughs> sure. Book of Pie sounds really good right now. It is about to be Thanksgiving, so. Ooh, oh, pumpkin pie. Could we just have a book all about pumpkin pie? We can write mm, one. Just have a pie book. <laughs> all the pies a pie made out of books or a, a book made out of pies so. I mean 
if we can eat it and it's about it's like pumpkin pie i'm in for it every page is a slice Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. A pie advent calendar. Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh, no, I'm picturing the pie book, and now I kind of want to make it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Josie and Andy are going to go shopping at midnight for pie pie ingredients now. Um, okay, so we won't because it's really cold in Atlanta, and Andy had to go get nowhere. our... Out of nowhere. Like, out of How nowhere. How cold is it? It's like 43 degrees. It might be colder right now because it's cold place. So like, it's I just saw thirty six degrees. Yes, it is thirty six <laughs> degrees. I came to Chicago to to, I came to Chicago to go to Hotlanta, and it is thirty six degrees when it's snowing in Chicago right now. I, I just sent a screenshot that. of our temperatures to her. And I was like, yeah, it's not going to be that bad. It took a turn, people. It took a real cold <laughs> it took a turn. Big turn. Well, it's 44 degrees here. So if you want to warm up a little bit. Like the dragon breathing down the witch's back. That cold air is coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we're, we have a freeze warning tonight, too. Yeah. So, does so. I'm sure Chicago has one, too. I'm just not there to witness it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so great job. Andy will pick the next um, book for the littles for our potheads in training. Join us next time. So join us next time. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye.